one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Comics Thought, the Comic Thoughts podcast. As always, I want to welcome the soliloquizing, cynical, and sarcastic son of a gun known as Sam Cripps. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. All right. And I guess then I will introduce the man who gets a little bit harder, a little bit stronger, and a little bit more sexual with every thumbs down on a video we get. It's Connor. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, negative sexual motherfuckers. And of course, the man who introduced Sam. He is essentially a can of whipped cream because you just want to shake him up, stick him in your mouth, and blow a load in you. It's Astro. How are you? Oh, man. <laughs> So you just got that off the top of your head. Man, you are so good at this. Connor. Yeah, you win. You should MC professionally. Yeah, you <laughs> won that round easily. Yeah. I can be the hype man. All right. So can we can we ask straight away why you're wearing a mask while we're recording? You, you, you'll laugh. I, 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 I don't want you to laugh at me. I'm going to laugh. What have you done? Oh, God. Taking it off. Slow reveal. You've shaved off your face. I'm, 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 I'm a you fifteen look, year old again. You only look like a giant toddler. Whoa! Yeah. If you put on a diaper and walked around, you'd just look like every child ever. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> I feel great about myself. <laughs> Clean shaven Connor Kennedy. I am. Is this going to become a roast session? This one? Or? <laughs> I was nice to Ashraf too. No, um, I didn't say anything mean. I just no, said what did you? <laughs> I don't even think Sam said anything to me. He just said, uh, get yeah. hard when I get people disrespecting me, I guess. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing. I'm helping you right now by disrespecting you with the shave. I'm just getting you slightly harder. Um, so the long story short is I get really curly facial hair. And if I like get lazy about it, even for like two weeks, it just gets so like, not even thick, just too curly for me to really shave properly. Like I can't maintain it. So it's like, well, it's going to all come off because now it's like, I can't even out properly. You know what I mean? Before we get straight into the, the subjects, just quickly then, how, like, if you were not shaved for a month, would you end up with, like, a beard or would you be just kind of fluffy and awkward? It'd be fluffy and awkward uh, if I don't maintain it. Um, so yes, I, same I reckon, as me. I reckon we, we do, we pick a month. Maybe when it gets colder, we'll wait till the, the heat dies off and we'll do a, a month of no shaving, but we'll all start at baby face and see where, who gets the most growth. It's a terrible idea. It is. It is. <laughs> I will look awful. I'll shave everything but the moustache because I have to have some facial hair. But you'll see how quickly everything grows back in. That's that. Uh, that feels like cheating. Oh, well, just because you guys got chrome moustaches. <laughs> all right, all right. We're not all thirty-year-olds like you said. Yeah, you can't all have the sex appeal with me. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I still haven't gone through puberty yet. Maybe someday. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, Sam, I haven't gotten grey hairs in my moustache either, like you, so, like, you know. Yeah, I don't have, yeah, not yet. One day, I'd like to go <laughs> completely white, that'd be amazing. Honestly, right. you'd probably rock it. Let's, let's see what, uh, what's going on today, Ashraf. Let's go straight into the questions. <laughs> so, um, since we're an Adelaide-based podcast and we always talk about comics and we never seem to talk about local comics, I thought it would be great to start us off with, what are some interesting local comics you've read uh, and uh i guess i'll answer first for me it's i inadvertently have been collecting a lot of local comics like adelaide and all over um australia I'm just because surprised yeah i don't know um because i went to that inky fingers festival that 
Owen Heitman and Georgina Ricks hosted. Yes, yeah, I didn't get to attend, but I heard about it. It's pretty cool. You get to see a lot of the talent in Adelaide and uh, across state lines. And um, Gina and Owen have some really good comics of their own. This is by Owen, Space Oddity. It's pretty good. Uh, they're, they're more focused on comics that are more all ages content. So probably you guys wouldn't like it. <laughs> it's not <all> <laughs> yeah it doesn't have blood or rock and roll bands or uh, superheroes in it it's just more like slice of life uh mm. young adult sort of thing i think it's pretty cool the I way like... you just described it as blood rock and roll bland bands or superheroes made you sound like such a dad well you know this won't have any of your rock and or roll bands in it son but you know what you'll probably still enjoy it yeah don't listen to that damn kiss band anymore <laughs> it sound like a fucking boomer jesus now i'm gonna be the new comic thoughts boomer yes usurp sam how imagine being a boomer but never hitting puberty like you are just in the worst i got the worst there. of both worlds yeah um i think well, what do you think yeah. like because uh, this is uh, there's a great post in the, if anyone's not in this, it's a, a great place where uh, everyone talks about comics. It's called Grail Hunters. They've got a great Facebook page set up where everyone just talks about comics, has a laugh, and, and a lot of it's just yeah, general discussions. And someone posted up in there the other day um, about wanting to know why or why didn't people read Australian comics? What were their ones that they did like and didn't like? And I legitimately was sitting in the Gamma Race comic shop staring at the local section i guess i'll call it the little local section we have set up and i was like look i i, I know uh, the dk stuff is really quite like the quality in it's fantastic that I, and the pages and everything look brilliant but at once it's all horror and sci-fi which i still like but that's that's not what i read i read 99 superheroes yeah. So then I was like, I'm going to look through everything. Like I legitimately opened up and went through every local book we had in the store and not one of the ones in the store was superhero based. So that's where I've found myself lacking. And I guess my question is, is because have you guys seen much superhero based local stuff that is made here? Not just Adelaide, like Australia. I know I'm not talking about the guys from Australia, like Tom, who are Taylor, working for, yeah. Yeah, not that are working for like DC and stuff. But I'm talking, like, yeah. locally, have you seen any hero work? Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the comics I did buy was Universe Gun. It's by uh, Dr. Mike. He's, yes, he moonlights cool. as a university professor in Adelaide Uni. And this is, like, if you want an indie superhero story, this is it. And this is one of the only ones I've found. I think you see this a lot with indie comics where a lot of, like, writers and artists try to avoid the superhero stuff just because they think it's too mainstream. But I think this does it pretty well. And not to draw any comparisons, but it really reminds me of uh, Grant Morrison's writing for X-Men, as well as like uh, his Justice League stuff, just because it's so out there and it mm. uses a lot of uh, like um, psychedelic imagery. Cool. I don't, I'll, I'll jump in now. I guess I don't actually have the book I was going to suggest with me because I just put, actually I scanned it into CLZ and, and put it away. Oh, I'm trying not to burp, sorry. Um, the second one's just come out. It's called Billy Bones and the Apocalypse. Uh, you can kind of, well, not really. My phone's too bad. <laughs> um, Billy Bones and the Apocalypse. It's a lot of fun. You can find the Instagram for the artist is DK Art Studios, or one word. Um, 
she her artwork's brilliant it's very i don't know i, I described it as like it's like got a gore it's kind of gory but it's really like cartoonistic super vibrant lots of bright colors um it's super it's got heaps of cool punk references and stuff and by punk i mean more your modern punk not your not your older stuff there's some older punk references but it's sort of got more green day and that i don't know if that's punk anymore like genres of music i can't keep up with but like there's heaps of cool yeah music references i just enjoy the fact that it's basically a skeleton with a vinyl sticking out of his head like a mohawk and then a little dog that is just you know he's all bones as well they're both skeletons running around fighting zombies it's just so much fun the art in it is huge i legitimately have got um one issue one when i bought it came with a poster and the poster is just fantastic i love the art on it so much that i actually bought a cutout of some of the art to actually put onto a denim a denim <laughs> a denim vest so i can put it with patches and everything just because and yeah it looks really fantastic so check out dk art studios on instagram but i i read picked that up because she actually came into gamers and was like could you sell like, my first book through the shop and we did and straight away as soon as i opened it like she left the store because she was talking to ian and then i literally picked up the book had a look through and was like oh my god i love this this is fantastic and that's possibly one of the first times i've had that with a local book um mainly because my reading like i said before is all superheroes yeah i'm um, yet to find anything uh yet that matches my superhero expectations um i'm very particular with art as well so as much as i believe like i know that like all these other ones are very talented and the art and everything in them is fantastic and stuff like that like all the ones you've just shown us are brilliant but because of my tastes it's just i haven't found anything other than this so far that has sort of fulfilled that need for me to get it if that makes sense does that have blood or rock and roll in it of course it has both <laughs> it's legitimately about a punk a punk skeleton killing zombies like <laughs> what else See, did you want no hyperbole at all it's literally what he wants so to reach. Yeah. yeah that's it like, but I, it I, is pretty good i've seen it myself i thought that was really nice yeah it's different too like yeah. uh, as much as i've noticed that there's a real tr- there's two types of trends with uh, i guess australian uh, books most of the time this there, there are definitely exceptions but most of the time I've noticed that you've got either this really far out art that is super like everyone's on shrooms type of vibe that it just, I don't know, I'm, that just doesn't visually work for me. And then the other one is um, what I call animation. Like it, it might as well be a, a 2D animation drawing rather than a what I call a you know comic superhero drawing. Mm. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. If you're thinking about the local books, do you think there's a particular like trend in the art styles coming around? It's it's different, definitely, from the the normal sort of like well, not normal, just the American style of drawing. Yeah, and I think that's where my oddly a part of my struggle with Australian comics is is that I'm so attached to that uh, that style, especially yeah. like okay, oh, your Spider Man is the perfect example. I am so attached to that Spider Man art style that when I find stuff that's different that I love, it's still usually fairly close to being that generic superhero art style, if that makes sense. I think a lot of that is that um, even when you have an international artist, like someone from Brazil or something, like DC and Marvel put them through like a, a workshop, like an artist's workshop and everything to 
ensure that like the styles sort of like yeah, mesh together at least yeah. get pretty close i mean like yeah the, the way i look at it, the big differences is if you compare the art from amazing spider-man right now and then something like savage avengers now i actually think savage avengers has way better art and is super stunning and it's highly detailed yeah spider-man's a little bit more simplistic at the moment than that but they're both great and they both work for that book and i find that most of the australian creators that i've read so far don't meet either of those expectations for me. A lot of it is a lot, you know, it's still great art. It's just not the art that I am drawn to. And I know that like, I am definitely because I'm such a mainstream nut with Marvel that I'm definitely not their customer base anyway. Um, looking at how indie half of these books are. Um, I will shout out, like I actually, I, I was reading Killer Roo the other day. Killer Roo's got a fantastic style. Um, I love his the, the drawings and everything for Killer Roo. But yeah, I, I just uh, still find myself so drawn to big splash panels like Marvel does yeah. over everything else. All right. Uh, makes sense. How about you, Connor? Do you have anything to add? Your favorites from uh, Come on, local artists that, and let's writers? See what that clean face has to say. <laughs> uh, I haven't read like like genuinely i have not read a single local comic and it's not that i haven't even seen them like obviously at gamma rays i have a whole section that i've browsed through it before and there and maybe it is the art or maybe it's like the titles like you know maybe something's just not grabbing me but something about our local indie comics just isn't it's just not grabbing me in a way that makes me go i want to spend six bucks on this you know what I mean? Like there is nothing right. that is making you're me go, very similar to me. I think when it comes to um, oh, sorry, I'm just trying to get this finger. I broke it. No, whoa. Okay. Oh uh, God. Yeah, what happened? Sorry. What oh, are I, you doing? I, I, I accidentally broke my light before, and I'm just oh, I'm okay. trying to fix it. Um, yeah. The I think Connor, you're very similar to me in the way that like you and me being such Marvel nuts. Um, mm we're attracted to that we're like we've been borderline you know we've grown up reading and viewing a certain style of art for 99 percent of our collect collecting life mm. and so when we dive out of that it's because we truly love something like if we dive into i'll, I'll use billy bones as the, as the example is like diving into that i love that because the art was so punk and so awesome and for me it kind of makes me really want to like i can't wait to finish sewing up this jacket and have the big skeleton on the back. Um, it's just going to look really cool. So I love the fact that for that, I can almost see that art elsewhere. I've even talked to the artist, and I at one point I was um, had some stuff in the process of, of trying to convince them that they should paint a motorbike tank <laughs> yeah. because I love it that much. I'd love to see the Billy Bones stuff all done over a motorbike tank. I think that would look amazing. So I think you're quite the same, Connor, where you're stuck in, in a particular path and then when you see something that really does take your eye, you will jump on it straight away. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't had that yet. I just haven't had the thing that makes me go, oh, this is something I really feel like I'll, I'll get into. Um, you know, I already have, like, I already spend a decent amount on comics as it is. Yeah. Um, you know, adding more to it where I'm not even sure if I'm going to like it. Um, I guess that's, you know, it comes back to the whole why even when Marvel and DC try new characters, why it doesn't sell? Because that mentality is driven into everyone's brain of the, I like what I like and I already spend enough money as it is and it's very hard to get anyone out of those reading and spending habits, uh, me included. And I, uh, 
I just want to quickly, I know that I won't mention any names, but I had a really bad experience with someone <laughs> that's in the local scene um, referring to themselves as the next Stan Lee and basically telling me I was an idiot for not picking up their comic. Uh, and I told a couple of people the, the, the full true story about this person yep. and, and they've all told me the same thing, that that guy is a bit of an asshole. <laughs> but uh, what I like, liked that I've met from nearly everyone else that I know that's worked on or created any content, um, being comics, podcasts, anything. Um, it's a lot of them borderline don't care if you listen or read. It's more the fact for themselves. Like for us, we do this cause we enjoy this mm. and we're not offended. If you don't listen, we're not offended. If you give us a thumbs down, it just makes Connor slightly more aroused. <laughs> we, we just find the fact that people are taking the time to even bother looking even if it's at the cover or you know at the picture or go oh look sam and that and uploaded something new i'll click a like on facebook that means more to us than you sitting here for an hour listening to us dribble shit <laughs> right just just to round out this sort of topic and to uh tie it all up if any of you listening or if connor you want to see um local talent without paying a lot of money you should go to the inky fingers festival when they have it again because it's free entry and it's basically like you sit in an auditorium and some of the artists slash writers present their work to you on a big screen so you're like you're reading comics with a bunch of other people and you get uh, a great showcase of a lot of stuff you wouldn't read if you had to pay for it, you know? Let's go. We should all go yeah. and we'll record our day, kind of, what we're allowed to. Obviously, we don't want to steal anyone's artwork by yeah. having it in the, the picture or whatever, but we, we should go and talk to some people and maybe we could set up a little table and talk smack in front of someone. <laughs> but, but it's really cool. Uh, I bought so many books from that festival. And Gina and Owen are great. And Gina wants to come on the podcast when she's free, hopefully. Yeah, I and. I talked to yeah. Jenny yesterday, oddly enough, I believe. So yeah, yeah, did you? That's awesome. Yeah, not about the yeah. show, but about it was about comics for a customer. We were doing a team up. Wow, I can't imagine you and Gina together talking about something just because you guys are so different. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. We have like to get Gina on the show. Opposite. We have to get yeah. to talk. <laughs> but yeah, this is good. Ghost Beach is a uh, writer slash artist from New South Wales, Ben Mitchell. He's like a, he has a master's in graphic design or PhD in graphic design or something, or he teaches it. And the way he uses art and just like a monochromatic colors is amazing. Actually, it's just cool. like in a, in a thematic sense, the way he conveys a story, it's like a murder mystery and the characters are really multidimensional. I feel like this is something I would have read in Vertigo or something like the DC imprint. Yeah, cool. That actually, actually that's something I've never heard of that before. And just looking at the cover, then that actually is something that I'd probably give it a, give it a shot. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, you guys can borrow it if you want. All right. So Beautiful. next up. Move on to the next one. Woo-hoo. We've been talking a lot about um, local comics, but there's also another aspect of Adelaide that we don't really talk about, which is the comic book community, the comic reading community. So how would you guys describe the uh, comic reading community of Adelaide and how do you think it differs compared to other states or even other countries uh, or just heavy. on the internet? Top yeah? heavy. Can top I go first? Can I, can sure. I tell you yeah. first? Go for, go for okay, because I'm going uh, to use two types of things that I've had uh, happen personally that I can sort of draw from. 
So with the comic reading community, if you're like focusing on the word reading, um, it, the true fans are reading. Like the way I always look at it is like us three, we read our comics. We love those stories. We love those characters. Um, unfortunately, that's probably only about 20% of the actual people that buy comics. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are buying to resell uh, via eBay, via gift bag lots on Instagram, um, whatever it is. A lot of people are not big readers. They're more resellers than readers. But Adelaide is crazy in the fact that like so look at comic-con that came here and look at supernova those events have actually not done that great unfortunately they're not and they're for stall holders and people running businesses that are local it's not worth going there uh people don't seem to buy comics at those events they don't seem to care they're all there to see celebrities so why bother going the crazy thing is is that adelaide actually even still doesn't have a giant number of people that really care about the celebrities and stuff and just want good old school collections of comics and toys and things. So then you've got events like the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair, which is another one coming up on the Monday after Anzac Day. Um, that event is huge. It's massive here because Adelaide has an ins- just an amazing amount of collectors. Not all of them readers, and a lot of them do hunt to resell, but the amount of collectors, and you know, I'm trying to focus this moving away a little bit from the comic uh, reader thing and sort of going, you know, toy collectors and comic collectors, uh, us three included, especially, we go to that event. And I know that maybe Ashraf, you didn't spend la- much last time, but I know me and Connor both struggle because we run around just going, oh my God, there's that Transformer from whenever. Oh my God, there's that Silver Age comic. Oh my God, there's this. Like me and Connor end up trying not to be bankrupt by the end of the day. And you can kind of see Ashraf in the corner just shaking his head at us. <laughs> but I think the comic community as a whole is amazing. Everyone's super lovely, super friendly. Obviously, you always get one or two shitheads in every... Hello. Overall, everyone's here for each other. Everyone supports each other. Uh, we all send each other messages. All the shops talk to each other and are friendly. There's no hatred in any of that. So I generally think that the comic community is very close and very friendly. And if you do do something bad or wrong, unfortunately that will get shared within the community and it it can burn bridges quickly. So I always just suggest to everyone, no matter what part of the collecting community you're in, be as friendly to each other as you can. Like I know, like for example, I badmouth pop vinyls and whatever else, but then I've got friends that are collectors of pop vinyls and they're some of the most loveliest people on the planet. And they know that I'm not digging at them personally. I'm digging at, the, the product and it's the same way they think my collection's fucking silly so it, it's it's fun like i love having these arguments and discussions with people so i think the community is is pretty cool yeah no i agree i, I made the joke top heavy because there was a joke i was saying for a while just because i was at gamma rays that like man ian your uh, customer basis is all really old is even shit about it but it's not even oh, that is that true. what you meant by top heavy yeah, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> like, well, doesn't come I was like that often man uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> But like, but in all honesty, no, like the community as a whole and even at Gamma Rays now, um, and you include like toy collecting and yeah, if you go to the uh, Adelaide Toy Fair, like there is diversity, I, I want to say, um, but that, that's just inherent to the fact that we live in Adelaide, which is already a pretty diverse, um, di- like we have a lot of minorities, we have a lot of people who uh, come from a bunch of different backgrounds, cultures, families and whatnot, and that has led to them having different interests, all the same interests, but in different ways. 
Um, and it's just, it's so interesting to have a conversation with literally anyone that I could bump into at the Adelaide Toy Fair or at Gamma Rays or at another comic shop and hear their story and why they like things and what their favorite thing is. And just sort of like, wow, you know, like it is a great community. And as Sam said, um, don't fuck up <laughs> Jeez, because we're all, because they're all talking. Like I always like in my head, I was like, I was always like, man, I really hope I don't say anything that pisses Sam off because Jen from Jen from bloody Tokyo um, <laughs> will know, and then Ian will know, and then the guys over at Greenlight, and I'm like, man, you you really, um, you know, because we're all, but at the same time, it's like it's not that hard not to be a dick, so because like, we're all, you know, everyone's so friendly. I like to think I'm part of that. I like to think I'm friendly as well. So yeah, what well, you? I don't. I haven't mouthed off too much about you. No, except for when you're doing yet. fucking jobs. <laughs> 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 That that doesn't happen often. Um, so yeah, no, I've personally like I coming into it, like I said, essentially my introduction to this community was through Ian at Gamma Rays when I went in there to get some uh, Old Man Logan comics. Um, and ever since then, like it's just been slowly introducing myself to more people. Back then, I was a nervous antisocial weirdo. Um, so now you're just a weirdo. <laughs> oh no no i'm a nervous weirdo still but I'm nervous weirdo, okay. that's weirdo. Fair. um but like that was you know it was it was somehow really easy for me to transition into this community and and start meeting people because everyone here is genuinely really nice i i don't think i've actually had a bad experience with someone in this community yet here in adelaide which is Maybe it's just me being intentionally ignorant and I haven't seen something, or maybe it's literally just because we have that many nice people. You haven't been on eBay enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no that's I, a different group of people. Let's not talk about eBay. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Be, be smart with your secondary market, kids, because you can get effed over real easy. What about you, Ash? How do you feel about all this? Um, a lot of what I think you guys have covered, but I have always felt like, and this might be another uh, topic entirely, like the the history of all the comic stores in Adelaide, I always thought someone should make a documentary about that, even though we're probably the only ones who would find that interesting. Because I always feel like there's so much, there's so much to be told with, you know, you'd like just the drama interview, and everything. You'd have to interview Wally, the original yeah. owner of Gamma Rays before it was called uh, the Comic Shop, and he had that from the start. So Ian's only the second owner. So there's a bit of history there. But Wally was also legitimately known as the grumpy comic book guy. And we love Wally. Like, he's a fantastic yeah. man. I love chatting with Wally. He always makes me laugh. But and people knew him as that. So that's such, like, a weird thing. Imagine trying to do a documentary about that. <laughs> yeah, but I, he, he must have some great stories, though. Just because, I don't know, if, if you've lived in Adelaide for long enough and you've seen, like, all the, the comic book stories that used to exist, there's just so much content. I feel like people would want, to know you know oh, everyone i'm not going to give any information yeah. other than this but you somehow everyone needs to band together and convince dan from Greenlight to give you a copy of angry comic shop guide the comic or get a reprint going i found a copy at a toy fair it's amazing some of dan's best work he's even signed it for me because my girlfriend pushed him to sign it yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah angry comic book guy is a must read for anyone uh locally in adelaide that knows you know what shops have existed and things yeah yeah i well, mean i I, yeah. I would love that documentary um but also you'd have to i just dropped my wall ball. sorry that's what that noise was um i, I you'd have to cover like um uh pulp fiction 
Yeah, 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 we're all skirting around mentioning that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I'll, I'll fucking dive right through into it. Yeah, yeah. you have to talk about uh, you know, pulp fiction, um, and everything about them. Um, like yeah. what else would you include in that? Well, so I mean, I guess every comic shop that there's been in Adelaide, which is a, a fair few over the, the years, but um, how do you just keep it to that? Or do you branch out to all the toy shops too and sort of talk to them and all the new ones? the 6,000 toy shops that have popped up in the last two months. Yeah. Because um, I was even thinking, like, do you count Collectible Chaos? Because they were in the city and they sold quite a few comics for a while. Um, and they still do yeah, sell sure. comics. Um, to this you day. just talk to everyone in the industry about comics. It's a good idea. Maybe maybe one of us should do it. We could do the documentary. The, the, like, the com- a Comic Thoughts funded documentary. That's me staring at Ashra. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I should do it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you maybe should I should it. get off my ass and actually contribute to the channel. Yeah, but, but I, I, always, <laughs> yeah, I always felt like if no one documented it, it would just be lost forever. And the stories, whenever anyone sat down and actually told me about some of the stories, I always thought they were like interesting. Hmm. But yeah. no, Gina really always cool. told me that if they didn't make a documentary, the only people who would be interested are people from Adelaide. So I don't know. <laughs> We'd all just be sitting here laughing at yeah. our own insane stories and everyone dancing around, trying not to mention particular <laughs> names and yeah. stuff. Just everyone going, there's this one time at that this happened <laughs> involving they just be redacted like the whole thing. A bloody script would look like um, would look like a, a, a military papers because half of it's blacked out. Yeah, it's like a declassified uh, military yeah. document from the Pentagon or something. All right, I'm heaps keen to move on to the next uh, next topic because I feel like we're perfectly sort of moving into this because with the first two discussions. <laughs> so we talked about the comic book community, and so naturally, we'd all love to talk about comicbookdating.com. Because we, we've seen ads for it, or Sam sent me an ad for it. I guess he's trying to hint at me <laughs> for some reason. And um, does everyone think it's real, that the people on it are real? And would it work in Adelaide? Okay, so straight away, I'm going to quickly dive in because I, I, I did a little, like, I mean, I Google searched the, the, the thing, comic book dating, <laughs> to find out if I could see any information about this because of the advert that popped up, I think, on Instagram. Um, now, there's a Facebook group, and I obviously didn't join it because I am happily taken. You two are single. Your job is to join the group if you so desire to meet your comic book counterpart. But then the other thing that I found funny, so I went to their website, right? and it was literally just comicbookdating.com or whatever, and it popped up as a very simple page because I searched it on my phone, and it comes up saying, you know, gender and whatever to sign in. Yeah. But I noticed the picture in the background. It's all dudes. So that put warning bells straight away. I'm like, hang on, this is just all guys. I mean, if you're into guys, that's fine. Yeah. But you'd think a dating page would have multi genders, whatever you identify <laughs> as, all, you know, just, or even a happy couple like reading a book together, being like, oh, we're both reading Scooby again. Like, I don't know, just, you'd think they would have done something like that. So it looks, insanely cheap it's almost i don't know the way that it pictured when looking at that website on my phone made me think some poor guy has made this in the hope that one other person will sign up that's legitimately what it looks like so i don't know about that exact website and i know that i'll probably just badmouth it so the people that worked on it or created it are gonna be like fuck you sam but uh i generally think i know that at the comic cons and toy not Toy Fair, the Comic-Con and um, 
I think it was Comic Con. They mainly did it. They had a dating thing there, which was like really a round. Yeah, yeah. They had a singles thing there. Um, I can't remember what it was called. I knew nothing about it. I just found it super interesting, and because I've been with Bryony for like seven years nearly. I obviously didn't go, but I was like, I want someone to go in and tell me what's happening. Like, <laughs> I need to know what this is. So if they ever do it again and you guys are still single, I'm sending one of you guys in. You have to. I need to know. I need to know what's happening. I, my curiosity is killing me. I also want one of you to sign up for this website. <laughs> no, 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 sir. That is not happening. Why, why, why not? Why would you... If, if there was a real comic book dating thing, and even if it was just at Adelaide, let's just say it was held at one of the stores or at a cinema, and it was like speed dating, I guess, but related to being like, hey, are you into comics or toys and collectibles? Join this speed dating thing. Why wouldn't you go? It was like actually local, like held at a local store? Maybe. Maybe. I'd, 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 I'd look into it. Maybe. There's something about it that comes off as very... Let me put this, the fact that we have um, so many conventions that literally feel like they need to put up signs that say cosplay is not consent. And then, oh, you, go, yeah. then you go comic book dating and then you see all pictures of all these guys. It's like, it just starts painting this image in my head of, this is not necessarily a community of people. Uh, this is not necessarily like, I don't imagine this is the side of the community that I necessarily want to be involved with. Um, I get what you're saying. At the same it, time, it, like, it, they did it, it the very, wrong way. Like speed dating, speed dating. If you yeah. put that anywhere, I'm not telling everyone. To, I, I wouldn't like. Well, I'm hoping they don't say, "Hey, everyone, come dressed up as whatever, come and cosplay this," because then that would be a bit weird. I just think it should be. I'm hoping it's just people that are generally in, interested in pop culture hanging out. Mm. Yeah, I, I hope that. I hope yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> you know, because yeah. imagine how many mates did like just friends. Like you'd yeah. be like, yeah. everyone's into cool shit here. This is cool. Yeah, that's 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 the weird thing. It's like I'm saying all this, and I'm like, it could be like genuinely fine, but like there's just something about it that reads weird to me. We'll get him to go. I'm convincing him. So like basically, <laughs> if I was to sign you up right now, Connor. <laughs> uh, I um I know where you live, Sam. <laughs> yes, I, I know where you live. <laughs> okay. T tell you what, Connor, if you sign up, I su I'll sign up with you. Oh, also, I don't understand why me and Connor have to do all of these things. How come, like, yeah, Sam doesn't do anything? I we have to have get a girlfriend. Many I can't do this one. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, not this one, but like getting a manicure or. Oh, well, because I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do something else. I, I've offered to get naked. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But you love that. Yeah, you, you want, want to do that? To do that. <laughs> You're aching You've to get offered. naked. Uh, who wants clothes on and they're a pain in the ass? <laughs> Me, because I'm 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 nervous about the way I look. <laughs> well, if this comic book dating thing goes well, maybe you will be naked, like no, not, enthusiastically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> not everyone can be Ashraf Abdul Halim. Emphasis yeah. on the fucking ab. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Like I no. Well, I'm okay. Not... I'll torture myself with something else. I'll go. Oh, you guys can figure something out, or I'll come up with something. I'm happy to do something stupid. I did uh, promise this, yeah. two friends to do something pretty horrific. Um, next time we're, we're planning a, an extra video with two of my friends. I don't want to actually spoil it because it's pretty brutal what they want to do to me. So um, although alternatively, I will say that at my Ashraf's punishment is getting his nails done and like, not even like painted, just like getting them manicured as if that's yeah. punishment. Like, know, hey, right. Ashraf, have a spa day. No, please, God, no. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't complain about what you guys have been dubbed in for so far.
I mean, I mean, number five. Get uh, your, you know, get, your nails done and everything, and then you can go on one of these comic book dates, and you'd be, you'd be fine. You'd, I mean, I'm meant to get comic books. You'd be like, damn, to those hands. So, like, <laughs> I'm meant to get comic thoughts written on my toes at some point. So, like, that's. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're getting kind of <gasps> close to subscribers. Oh, hang on. I've got we are at uh, 127 last time I checked on, on YouTube, uh, and the goal was YouTube. to get to what was it? Two two 250. We're over halfway to me and Ashraf going on that little date. That sounds perfect. I'm going to quickly close the door if you want to jump into the next topic. Oh, yeah, I, I have some stuff to say about this topic. Oh, yeah, first. you do that. I'm just quickly closing um, the door. Sorry. It's so I don't think this website Russia. is real. <laughs> I think most of the people on it are men and bots. Just like that uh, that infidelity dating website, do you remember? Where they leaked everyone's credit card information? That website I, was like 90% dudes. I completely forgot about stuff like that. Yeah, that, I, I remember that, that story. Jesus. Yeah, Ashley Madison, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh so, my God. Getting everyone's details leaked. Yes. Yeah, not only did they get everyone's details leaked, but they found out. From that leak that most of the people on the website were guys anyway guys and bots so i think yeah. this is the, the the same thing with this comic book dating website because i'm on it right now and the first thing that pops up is like an example of someone's profile and then like it's a it's a girl with blue hair and then her name is nerd goddess 84. there's no way that any girl would sign up on a website and call themselves nerd goddess i don't know about you oh well i mean that's that's literally my porn name so <laughs> <laughs> It's just that's just my catfishing profile. Can you please get off that? <laughs> well, I mean, but at least at least with the with them showcasing a bunch of guys, they're honest about their sites. That's graphic, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that is the one thing. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is uh, not a good sign for people. Yeah, but, but at least at up. the door they tell you that. <laughs> does it, so you're on the page. Yeah. What's the first? Does it, it says uh, like male, female, or something on there, right? Yeah, yeah. What are you? Uh, what are you looking for? Male seeking female, female seeking male. Oh, there's a male male. Uh, yeah, there's male seeking yeah. male. Yeah, yeah. Not, a lot of uh, most most yeah. dating sites at the moment uh, would have that. I, I just I, that's what I was just wondering. So I was like, well, that's a bit grim if they haven't even updated it to the 2021. Yeah, uh, but I'm surprised it says you know man looking for man. I thought it would have said I'm know, surprised un too. Unknown yeah. looking for unknown or whatever. Yeah, like I mean, uh, the, non-binary the, or whatever. They're yeah. probably, yeah. I think there probably is um, options like that on a lot of the websites. Um, I imagine the only ones that really wouldn't, wouldn't want to update to that would be like those uh, Christian-only dating sites. I, I'm curious <laughs> as to what that looks like. It's just, it's just Christians weird. only. It should, instead of it just like being, uh, you know, such and such looking for such and such, it's just what did. Uh, Denomination, like Protestant looking for <laughs> Baptist or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. That, that's all it is. <laughs> no, yeah. no. That they'll they'll allow male seeking male and female seeking female, but as soon as you sign up with that, they'll like send you to conversion therapy. So you get pamphlets. In yeah. <laughs> it's really I, fucked up. <laughs> look, I know my mom wants me to look for other Roman Catholics, but like those Protestants, man, they're like something else. King the torture chambers are way better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So, basically, before we wrap up this quick uh, little piece here, Connor, will you sign up? No. no. Ashraf, will you sign up? I'll sign up if Connor signs up. If come on. Also, if one of those uh, one of those speed dating things comes back to those conventions, 
and we're at the convention, we'll try it out. We'll make a video out of it. I think it'll yeah. be interesting. Maybe I'll, I'll, we'll have to beg Bronny if I can be allowed to go in too as yeah. an undercover operative. Maybe I'll wear a uh, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think you should do that no, just because no. it, it seems disingenuous to the people oh, who that's are fun. going there all seeking right. like actual yeah. relationships. I know, yeah. and then they can't have all of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a sad, You're a catch, sad. Sam. On, on the small chance that like there is a girl on there who was like, this is this is the perfect guy for me, Sam. You would you would break her her, her poor little heart. Uh, you know, hearts are meant to be broken. Whoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sam Cripps. Get dark. No, those are so dark in here. Bridie, uh, not if you're okay. After <laughs> <Just laughs> that statement, she's, bad boy Sam Cripps. She's fine. She's fine. I can feel her murderous stare from here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah. That's next topic. Okay. So the the next topic, and we've kind of broached on it a bit. <laughs> what is the most controversial comic you've ever read? I've ever read. Um, I can't remember. Who wants to answer first? I've, yeah. I can go straight away. I've got oh, yeah. a bit. Go Sam. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, I've only read a little bit of it, but I would. N- it's probably crossed. That book is fucked up. Oh, right. Straight up disgusting. Like, I, le- for the first time ever, uh, legitimately gave away and got rid of it. Like, I just I never wanted to see that book again. The one I read, because I got given it by a friend who was like, dude, you love all this weird, crazy, gory stuff. You'll enjoy this. But the one they gave me, like this guy, the premise is basically they get a cross of his on their head and then they just act out their worst desires or whatever. He basically like cuts a girl's mouth off and puts it over his genitals and stuff. And it just, it's just a snuff book. Like it was just yeah. completely fucked up, um, just torture porn. And, and like the story wasn't good. Like if admittedly, like I, I wouldn't have mind some of the horrific gore stuff because usually, you know, comic that doesn't really phase me if it's got a good story, like if the story premises really warranted the things to happen that happened in that book, I would have been like, cool, but it didn't like, it just didn't at all. And there's some, I've only read that one book and um, some of my friends that have read other parts have told me things that I'm like, yeah, that I know it, it almost crosses the line. of shouldn't be, it shouldn't be allowed. Like I know people are carrying on about the manga band on certain stuff that's been banned in yeah. anger and whatever else. This book makes those bands look childish. Like, just yeah pun intended uh it's just <laughs> so bad so yeah. so for those of you who don't know crossed is a garth ennis book the guy who wrote the boys uh hitman um punisher yeah yeah punisher max and it's about a zombie apocalypse but instead of eating brains the zombies kind of rape everyone yes and the weird part about the book is that like it has some really prominent writers on it sometimes it like started- alan moore Alan Moore has written the story for Crossed. <laughs> I got told, so it started really, like apparently started really strong. The premises was kind of done really well. And I, this is the way someone explained it to me. Like it started off really quite brilliantly done. Yeah. And then at some point it kind of just swapped. Like I think even Garth may have stopped writing for a while. Possibly. I don't know if he did the whole thing. I think maybe some creative team swapped around. And when that happened, basically it just became that complete snuff book. Like, if anyone doesn't know what snuff is, it's basically just, you know, hardcore porn. Um, uh, like, yeah. Hardcore porn that involves um, dead killings, blood, yeah. Yeah. torture. Um, so it, was, they, it, was, it, was a, it was a rumor, actually. The original snuff films were like a rumor that went around. No one even knows if the original snuff films exist, but now the term snuff is just a, a reference to basically someone getting actually mutilated. Uh, yeah. so yeah. On gore, film. Gore porn. Gore porn. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, I mean, I know everyone has kinks, whatever, but this one's, yeah, no. It's pretty weird. No. Some some shops in Adelaide refuse to sell it or put it on stands. We won't but... put Cross in store. Yeah, right. Cross, we literally have, I think, two or three customers that order it. It goes straight into their standing order. Uh, it doesn't sit on shelf. I think as of yesterday, we've got, I actually found, we found a copy of Crossed and we put it in our horror section Um for the first time ever the other day because we've had a couple of people ask about it because apparently everyone's talking about how messed up it is again lately and i was like oh god because as soon as someone asks about it in store i just picture the book and i actually feel legitimately un- unwell <laughs> yeah nah not for me not light sunday reading i no. i know some people who would probably like look into that comic um because they they maybe they enjoy like really fucked up stories and whatnot. Like there is a community of people who really enjoy that. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's uh, I I yeah. What's your? I, but then what's your? Do you guys have books that compare now to that? Yeah, I, I, I do. You want to go? I do, but on or? a on another level, it's not because of content, or it's not because it's the the content is like a questionable uh, on that level like it's yeah. questionable like it's just there to shock people but it's just because the the actual topics it talks about um for for mine i just have like two web comics i've read one is called uh, what has happened to me by tomomi shimizu and it tells the the true story of uh, someone who was uh, imprisoned inside one of those weaker camps in china oh wow. and it's very oh. short it's like five minutes read but it's that the stuff is in there that it's horrific and it's yeah, it's free yeah. online like just uh google it if you a true story everyone read something yeah it's a true story and like so uh, the stuff that's find that controversial it's controversial i feel like because it's it's one of those things that a lot of people don't really want to talk about and yeah, like uh, they should though shouldn't they i mean yeah I they that... really they really should i think yeah. people should read it I just, I, 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 guess, I would think that it's described as controversial just because it exists and it, a lot of people don't want it to, to be uh, yeah. uh, spread. Yeah, shared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the other one is on the same lines where it's it's called between. It's from uh, someone's blog called Between the Panels. It's called Tattoo. It's by Sun Wung Park. It's about the uh, Japanese comfort women during the uh, during World War Two, and it's not a story that's been told a lot oh sorry it's not japanese comfort woman it's korean comfort woman it's how the japanese treated some uh korean women when they occupied korea and it's that's on the same lines of being very graphic and very sad it also sounds very important to read yeah both important comics and both really short if mm. you've ever come across them people, how about you connor <laughs> people people like to to, to live in, in sort of an ignorance um to these things just because it makes it, ma- it makes topics feel like it's easier to talk about um but they these need to be heard because we need to know exactly what happened with things like this so that we know what we can do next time things happen essentially i i de- definitely feel that way and i feel it's sorry just to show, connor can you come closer to your microphone oh right? sorry sorry i've uh sorry you, you've um, run so, away from it and you just yeah. started doing this thing where you're yeah <laughs> so <laughs> topics like yeah okay so i'll try again so topics like this um definitely important to talk about um we can't ignore any of these things um you know the more we know about our history the more we know what's actually happened the more context yeah. we can have as to why things are the way they are and how to improve them 
like that's where it's at for me um so i might even look into these comics and if i don't you know i might just look into the actual stories behind the comics as well now that i know that there was something there that happened oh you just you know I'm, this is completely changing the subject for one minute but i just remembered i have to make an apology i haven't read any of those online comics i said i would oh no, which one <laughs> the, the, what was the god one that we talked about I, oh on, right, yeah, yeah, on uh, on webtoon, yeah, yeah. I haven't well, done I any of that. Them either. Yeah, no, no, I haven't done any of that. The, the man who has been on our ass about Saga. <laughs> yeah, but that's a different story. It, no, it's no, it's like not a, a different story. It's read by more people and should be read by everyone. No, no, it's not a different story, Sam. You were elitist. Yeah, well, one being an elitist. What the fuck book did you choose? <laughs> What, what book did I choose? So I think like we've all sort of gone in a different direction um, here because the one that I uh, picked is one that I just, I personally hated when I read it. I actually put it down and went, this is, okay, fuck this. Um, and I couldn't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So I had to look it up. Uh, uh, it's called Spider-Man, Black Cat, The Evil That Men Do. Um, and basically it is the comic that decides that they were going to make Black Cat a victim of rape. Um, in her backstory, they were going to add to her story that she was a victim of sexual assault. Was this a part of Amazing, or was this? Uh, it was, was a side. Max? It, it was a, it was a side story. I don't think it was Max. It was one of those like limited series that. Or was like, it just? Little... Sorry, what was it called again? Spider Man. Spider Man, Black Cat, the Evil That Men Do. Uh, I, don't, I don't own. I'm just saying, if I own it. It's a. Uh, it is a six issue comic book uh, limited series. Um, I don't own it. I was just it's by Kevin it's Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith wrote it. What the hell? Yeah. Um, the guy who made uh, fucking Clerks. And, yeah. and, and Task. Yeah, <laughs> and Task. Favorite. And uh, Yoga Hoosers. So, yeah, Yoga Hoosers wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, so basically, this is the... Um, this, the yeah, in this, in this story, Black Cat gets sexually assaulted by one of her ex-boyfriends. Um, and it's implied that that has a lot to do with the way she is now. And it's like... I kind of, in a way, I rolled my eyes, but I'm also like, oh, for fuck's sakes, not like, like, you don't have, just because she is female in superhero role doesn't mean you have to add that somewhere on the line she was sexually assaulted. I'm pretty sure Carol Danvers has also been a victim of this story. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think nearly, unfortunately, it, there's, there's a trend through a lot of books at the moment, even at the moment where they hint at it. Yeah. Where it's like, no, okay, look, it happens to a, a lot of women, and it is a story that, like, you know, like with Ashraf's uh, books, it is sometimes a story that needs to be explored. We did get a, a pretty mature exploration into that with, uh, I'd say, I mean, I, I someone could disagree um, with um, the Jessica Jones stuff, um, yeah. you know, and even the uh, the adaption that they did with Netflix actually explores like PTSD and anxiety very well. Um, yes like that's a story that was but it wasn't done for shock value it was done to discuss right. the topic you know i hate to be that guy but we've pretty much hit an hour so uh no let's... we haven't we've hit 47 minutes because i've been talking I, so. I don't get how your timing is different to mine because mine literally tells me we've been doing this for like an hour uh because we started about 15 past yeah yeah oh uh, okay yeah there you go that's what's going on yep um, we, all right. we, on that note, let's still move on because obviously that means we don't have that much time yeah. left anyway. Um, yeah, that's, uh, controversial topics, guys. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, we should have put a warning up. We were going to get some deep places, but yeah. Um, learn, your, yeah learn your history. Gore porn is fine if you're into it, but just keep it away from us. Uh, and, and don't have your characters get raped just for the sake of it. 
Yeah, men should stop writing female characters getting raped. It's so weird. It's such a weird it, trope. It, it, it is. And I like I have to start questioning like, is it just for shock? Is this is he into this? What's going on? It's and it's he, their attempt to make a female character multifaceted, and that's the only thing they can think of. But anyway, next yeah, topic. Move on. Move, next topic. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What's a comic right. that you never want to see adapted to screen? Cross. And this is a hard question for me. Now. <laughs> Cross. <laughs> Cross. Um, you know what the other one is? Saga. It's too epic to become a, a show or movie. Like, there's too much stuff to be making that a film. If if, uh, if you had to have Saga become a, a film or TV show, Sam, who would you get to, like, be, be behind it? Brian K. Bond again. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, he yeah. works in TV. Yeah, yeah. Brian K. Yeah. Bond, but I'd actually want him to work with... Um, uh, Kevin Feige and what's his name that did Iron Man? Um, John Favreau. Uh, John Favreau. Because yeah. I mean, look what they've done for Star Wars. And if anyone's going to be able to do it, it'll be those guys. And they one, they work for Disney. They have the budget. They have the budget. But yeah. John Favreau should also play the the main character, the male character. Him is the, the <laughs> that doesn't work. John Favreau <laughs> could definitely play one of the characters. Um probably be better off as a voicing actor as one of the other characters but i don't want to spoil anything you guys have to have to actually read it but yeah. uh cross, i'm gonna go with cross though cross is definitely something that never needs to be turned into anything uh, and john probably should star in that if it gets adapted but yeah <laughs> no i think ron jeremy will be in that one. Oh jesus <laughs> he's in jail though somehow ron Pel- somehow somehow ron pelman signs up thinking it's something else <laughs> oh no what uh, the yeah, fuck am I doing here? Right, what is so all this zombie shit? Crossed. So what you guys going? Because that's so easy for me, that one. I can't fucking answer this. Like, because everyone says, says Saga. Um, but I would just say Watchmen, even though it has been adapted to a TV show and a movie. And the TV show is excellent. The movie was there. I, I still think Watchmen should never be adapted, even though it's been adapted. Wait, are you, are you, are you telling me that Zack Snyder hasn't done even one decent comic book movie? Astro? Nope, nope. That's he hasn't done even one. Even three hundred was. Who cares, right? <laughs> who cares about yeah, three hundred? I'm not, a fan. I'm not uh, a fan of three hundred. Well, my my answer is going to be very very crowd pleasing, very basic. Um, one more day. One more day, oh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh, so with Mephisto and was like that story was cares? like that was the shittiest thing. Um, and like literally almost every single writer who has come onto the book has done something to try and. <laughs> uh, to try and reverse it um in some um, some capacity I, I like that is something that like out of all the hundreds of spider-man stories i want to see on screen that is the one that's at the very bottom so so that's a jeff Loeb story i think where uh, that, spider-man that was um, sacrifices Loeb? his relationship with mary jane for um his Again. aunt to be better who who is 80 years old and is like constantly yeah. almost dying anyway we never know what age she is like one day yeah. they're gonna be like you know what let's make her 12 and spider-man can somehow still be gonna yeah i don't know that her age swaps like i was reading spencer's um spider-man last night and i've just noticed that uh aunt may is now like 600 years old again wow that's amazing she looked old as shit in the last book that I read. She's an aunt too. Like she's not meant to be that old, is she? <laughs> she's got to wear sunscreen. Changing. It keeps changing. Every book I read, she's a different age. I don't really know what's going on. They should make a comic that explains why she changes ages. <laughs> she's <laughs> actually a paradox. Like she's just yeah. time traveling age. She's actually got a power. She gets to a certain age and then just reverts. She's like stuck in a loop. <laughs> oh, you know what? They should make it so like she's been aging since Spider-Man's debut, since the 1960s, but Spider-Man hasn't, and that's the explanation. 
Yeah, just somehow do their powers. Oh, or bloody, or you know what? They could probably almost like do it as like a. She's a with, with one more day, Mephisto actually changed some things, and so it's not actually Art May. Art May actually did die, and this has been like a, a demon. Mephisto is Art oh, God. It's just another clone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the clone saga. Yes, we're doing it again. It's the literal. Yeah. Miles Morales. They, they are doing saga. it again. Yeah, we're getting Art that May fourth clone saga. Miles Morales clone saga. Black Cat Clone Saga will happen after that. <laughs> Who doesn't want clone saga? Clone saga. Oh, that's, Actually, that's basically what's been happening. I think we dive into our last part now, guys. All right. Um, speaking of Mephisto, um, yeah. what does everyone think about WandaVision? Okay, spoilers. I'm going to put a big spoiler thing up the front here, okay? Because like, I got in trouble like two episodes ago for just saying yeah. something. I was an idiot. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, I thought it was fucking great. Good. I, th- I think it was really <laughs> excellent as well. I love the uh, Malcolm in, in the Middle homage because I oh, actually watched yes, that show. I literally, straight away, I was like, yes, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, it was the first time that I've been, because I watch these episodes with my mom every Friday because she's, she's into all of this shit. And she was the first time where I went, oh, I know exactly what this is. And my mom was like, I have no idea what this is. Every other time my mom's like, oh, it's this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> So, With everything that they've revealed so far, I've just got one thing. I really yeah. hope that we're not getting the full cast of mutants transferred into that universe. We're not. I don't, I don't think they'll do them. that. No, yeah. I don't want. I don't want the, that full cast. I'm happy with uh, him to come over and be uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, and then to somehow make that work. But I really don't want nearly any of the others to come over. As much as I love some of those X-Men films and those actors are actually pretty great casting. I generally hope Marvel just some pick and choose some people like obviously Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool coming back is perfect. Um, but he could, he could literally reference that. It's like, yeah. I, my, I'm my, really not looking forward to that when he does that reference really. because everyone's been talking about it for so long. My hope, yeah, it'll my, be fun. It'll my, be fun. My original hope when they were doing that was that like the way they would uh, present it was have it as a post credit scene where Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds Deadpool wakes up goes to the bathroom he's just peeing there he looks out the window and the avengers tower is there and he's like what the fuck yeah, the fuck in the wrong universe. <laughs> <laughs> where he's like okay apparently i'm here now i i am looking forward to this explanation though like how are they going to explain new and old characters swapping into universes I, I'm, use I'm, I'm worried it's gonna, yeah i'm worried that they're gonna like just be like oh just because you know like <laughs> no real like, reason i feel There's like people here I feel like with Deadpool, it will literally just be like, it's a different character who is aware that he's already had a movie that is set because he's all fourth wall break. That'll be the most nah. meta thing ever. He'll be, it'll be straight up. He somehow ended up in the, in this universe or they'll make it that universes collide. He did. You know, yeah. he, hang on. He did time travel last time we saw him. At the end of the day. Yeah, he was, he was time traveling and fucked it. Like it fucked around with the timeline. So he could have just fallen through a hole in time. And now he's here. It's like, Okay. All right. All right. They probably won't reference it as much as everyone's hoping for. They'll probably do it on the same level as them calling uh, Josh Brolin Thanos one time and Deadpool two. Oh, hey! Speaking of uh, speaking of that gore fetish shit, yeah. uh, at the end of the episode when they uh, had, <laughs> had all the government guys being turned into clowns, the first thing I thought of that is horrifying. The second thing I thought of is like this is probably someone's fetish. 
like, I mean, every, everything's family. someone's fetish, though. Yeah, like, like, but like, just specifically, I'm like, someone has probably just had a weird sexual awakening watching this. <laughs> why? Why did? Why was <laughs> that the thought that came into your head? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, but maybe like, we know who had the sexual like, awakening. You know, <laughs> you know, you know why? Because I was having a discussion with someone earlier that day about why do so many things that scare people end up being things that like they they sexualize. Oh my god. Yeah, like because we were talking about like how like Pornhub will have their statistics come out. Like a few years ago, when the clown craze was happening, uh, searches for clown porn went up. Uh, last year, when COVID started happening, pandemic-based porn became very popular. Pandemic-based porn. Yeah. Why like, do you know this? I just like hazmat suits. When did you what, hazmat what, suits and what masks? What website were you reading these statistics on? <laughs> uh, I will see something on social media or on a YouTube video, and I'll go do my own research, and it just becomes like a your own research, huh? I mm. uh, yeah, yeah, own research six hours of porn. <laughs> uh, it's still it's research. Your shower session. Nah, that explains a lot. The um, <laughs> just uh, real quickly, I'm actually going to do uh, a bunch of shout outs now because then I think we should probably get get ready to round up the episode. Um, yeah. I got to be on the last episode of Toy Power Podcast, uh, the absolutely awesome podcast to listen to if you're into toy collecting and all things pop culture. I basically let slipped and talked about how you can open up your own shop for toys. I just gave away all the secrets. Just, you know, just do that casually. And um, if you want more information, you're out of the guild. If you want more information on how to do any of that stuff, I'm more than happy to share and help you out because I really don't care. Um, (laughs) On top of that, you've obviously got our wonderful Comic Thoughts podcast that you can listen to on Spotify youtube you can where you can see our faces on youtube i know that's pretty scary but maybe that'll yeah. shock you into turning it into a porn as connor <laughs> talked about and then, <laughs> and then obviously we're on a bunch of other streaming services too uh also the gamma cast comes out pretty much every monday where i tell you about last week's comics and stuff and what's in store and some cool keys and collectibles anything's just going up in in, in the shop world and I've been doing a bunch of extra stuff uh, where I've been opening toys and collectibles and suggesting how to get into comics and start reading comics. That's all up on YouTube. And the wonderful Connor here has also uploaded his unboxing video, his first one up, and I'm sure there'll be another one soon. There is plans for another one. I've also got some other, some easy, just because they're like some top 10 lists, just because, not because we're trying to please the YouTube algorithm, although we do hope the YouTube algorithm is pleased. Um, top 10 list basically was Connor needs a structure because without Sam literally sitting over my shoulder going Connor shut the fuck up we need to move on we would never we would never move on so that's I need it. structure and so that's why I'm doing top tom- 10 lists tomorrow I know one came out recently uh, for Grail Hunters podcast where I get to join in on the bonus rounds of it's called uh, Origin it's state versus state basically it's people picking up comics and we battle and then we all vote to who wins the best pick of the comic for whatever the topic was um, we're recording a new one of those, I believe, on Tuesday, but I have no idea when that will actually come out. So I'm doing that as well. So that's a that's a lot of stuff that I'm doing. Uh, Connor started doing more, and that lonely guy down the bottom there, Mr. Ashraf, needs. I'm to doing jack shit. Do something. <laughs> I'll come up with something to do. I don't know. I Maybe mean, I, I finally open that Instagram page. <laughs> Ashraf, actually, you know, me and you could probably work on a couple of top ten lists if you want to do some of your own. Um, oh, sure, yeah. Well, yeah, we can, we'll, I'll do that. Ideas. Yeah, uh, I want top ideas. 10 books you shouldn't read. By both top of 10 you. clowns that you want to fuck in WandaVision episode 6. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just top 10 clowns you want to fuck. I actually feel like that's a list you could probably do and it'd be legit. Pennywise number one. Spoilers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, so to sign off, I actually think we go by the fly and we sign off for each other. We do the same thing we did for the intro. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
Yeah, I know. I'm going to put this right on the spot. So I'll start <laughs> and I'll do Connor. And then Connor, you can do Ashraf. And Ashraf, you can finish with me. You ready? Okay. Yep. All right. So we're signing off. The big goodbye from the main man over there. The con dog extraordinaire. He's got a hammer on his shirt. He's got a hammer between his legs. And he will swing it. Goodbye, Absolutely. Connor. <laughs> and also saying goodbye today. Unfortunately, you just, you got to put the can back in the fridge. After a while, you just run out of whipped cream. Ashraf saying goodbye all right sayonara from sam cripps the cynical bastard who makes uh, illegal motorcycles <laughs> 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 all right bye everyone Doodles. <laughs>